0: Ho, 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 and a bottle of rum. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. We are finally in the month of December. The holiday season is upon us. Welcome back to another episode here on What's the Word Entertainment. Of course, along with my co-host, Obed, I am Sherm. Obed, what's going on with you, man? Happy December 1st. I mean, holiday season is is in full effect, would you say? It's holiday season, if anybody (laughs) remembers those mixtapes. Back
1: in the day. <laughs> um yeah, I know, sure, it's a pleasure to be here. How are you doing?
0: Good man, chilling like a villain on penicillin, you know what I mean? Uh happy to be here, getting drunk on eggnog every er- day. Uh you know, very nice, my goodness. <laughs> <very nice. laughs> but uh yeah, man, I can't believe we're we're in December. Um obviously so much has been happening in the world of sports and entertainment, especially in, in the NFL and college football. You know, we talk about it a lot. I don't. Oh, bet This is actually breaking news. Just from a few minutes, from a little bit of lesson now. <laughs> <laughs> just just in, folks. Um, the MLB could be experiencing a lockout coming up they're saying a lockout appears to be imminent after negotiations end abruptly that that's just kind of crazy first and foremost, this just 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 popped up on my radar just just kind of performing oh com- com- i air. don't even
1: care about is shutting down uh, that's just crazy to me how will i move on how will i go on
0: <laughs> out of the four major sports which one is probably the least watched baseball or, it's got to be out of obviously it's out of baseball or hockey because we know football and basketball are one and two
1: yeah so, i'll give which hockey the number three i just feel like there's no way you have fans watching a tuesday afternoon game at 1 30 or i got a job <laughs> <laughs> so like, i got a job bro, bro i gotta pay the t- stadium the you know i know got i got I mean? pay
0: taxes bro yo what the hell like no, there's window right.
1: how am i able to watch this game like look at the stands completely empty Again, were, right? sports only popular during in october during the uh
0: playoffs, play- playoffs. When the same teams play but playoffs <laughs> you're talking about playoffs <laughs> you kidding me <laughs> You know, but uh yeah, man, let's get let's just get, keep getting into it. You know what I mean? Um, want to start off with college football. This is probably going to be one of the wildest college football seasons we've had in a long time. We're gonna get into all the coaching fiascos in a in a couple minutes, but <laughs> let's talk about last week's games. Obviously, the one of the biggest ones was the the game, which is always the big one between Ohio State and Michigan. Yes. Michigan and Jim Harbaugh finally getting his first. W over the wow. Buckeyes. He wow. was 1-5. Now he gets his first victory. Michigan jumps up to, what, number two in the college football playoff rankings. This is obviously a big, big, huge win for the program and, and for Jim Harbaugh. I'm thinking this pretty much saves Jim Harbaugh's job because there's, there's, there's a couple things that you do that you have to do when you when you sign up to be the head, head football coach in Michigan. First thing, beat Ohio State. Second, win, win the Big Ten and three possibly contended for a national championship. And so he finally accomplished the first thing on the list within the, in, in his sixth year. Right.
1: Hmm. <laughs> so now, do, do you get, do you get, let's say that he doesn't win, he doesn't beat Michigan, but he still wins a national championship. I you mean, know,
0: if, if he doesn't beat Ohio
1: state, uh, excuse me, if he doesn't beat Ohio state and he, you know, wins a national championship then probably still keep his job. Yeah, he probably will keep his job, but, but if you w- can't beat Ohio state ever,
0: and you have some losing seasons. You've got a problem, right? Right. And the chances are, if you can't beat Ohio State, you're probably not going to win a national championship. Because we know Ohio State's going to be be a contender every single year. That's true. That's why I say that. You know, I'm looking at you know. I mean, now they've got Iowa come up. We're going to talk about that in a couple in a couple minutes. You know what I mean? But uh, yeah, this is definitely a big, big win for the program and more more so for Jim Harbaugh than anything else. But this was yeah. a great game. Um, you know, I would say Michigan r- relied on the run game immensely, of course, as we, as we saw it. I mean, the rushing for almost 300 yards as a, as, a, as a team, you know yeah. what I mean? So that was, that was just, you know, running it down Ohio State still. Ohio State really didn't have an answer on that rush defense. They, they, to, they, yeah. they tried to air it out as much as possible with C.J. Stroud, who was possibly a Heisman candidate, you know, but it yeah. just wasn't enough, which quickly you're just your take on the game and Michigan's victory.
1: I mean, I, it was decisive in that Michigan was able to push them around, didn't even control time of possession. Um, but, you know, the, the difference is it's 100% their ability to run the ball, keep the ball away from their opponent. You know, they, they ran for 7.2 yards per rush, uh, which is insane when you think your opponent's only going for 2.1, right? You're getting right. down every two rushes. You're never getting off the field. Your defense right. is probably gassed. They're also mm-hmm. playing an away game. It was a very hostile environment, even though you have won this game mm-hmm. eight years in a row. Yes, eight years in a row. Ohio wow. State's won this game. Uh, that I'm sure Vegas made a sizable amount of money on this one. Um <laughs> All right, but uh, but yeah, no. To your to your uh, comment, I definitely think this saves his, At least gives him puts him in the driver's seat for another two years. Mm-hmm. Uh, if he could win this game again somehow, or mm-hmm. at least look competitive in a loss next year, I think he could 100% uh, keep his job. Um, they look dominant, you know. Considering Ohio State, like I said, has embarrassed these guys uh, 56 to 27 two years ago, 62 to 39 uh, three years ago. It's not been pretty. Um, yeah, yeah my, my question is: do You think Michigan will make the college
0: football playoffs? I mean, if they win this weekend, I feel like they kind of have. Yeah, I mean, they're in. I mean, they're number two right now. They beat a hot Iowa, win the win the Big Ten championship. Yeah, they're definitely going to be in. Um, if they somehow lose, I don't think Iowa supersedes them at all. I just think it probably bumps down to something like a, like a Notre Dame or Oklahoma State. So basically, you're asking me if can they beat Iowa. I, I think that I think they could, but you never know. With, with Iowa, dude, they they're they're always they're always around for an upset, dude. You know, they're always around. They're kind of like kind of like low key like Purdue. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, in the in the Big Ten too, they're always you know they're not a very solid good team each year, but they're always around for an upset though. You know what I mean? So you never know what what could kind of happen, but we'll see. Obviously. What's going to happen? You know, in the next, in that, the, uh, this coming weekend. Yeah. Um, the other game I wanted to focus on the Iron Bowl. This was the first time the Iron Bowl went into overtime. First time between Alabama and Auburn. Alabama got the victory again in yeah. overtime. I think it was what triple overtime, if I'm not mistaken. No, I think it, I thought it was a double,
1: but maybe I'm wrong. No, you're right. It was, it was oh, no, excuse it was, me, no, four no, overtime, four
0: overtimes. That's right, four overtimes. Um, they were just going back and forth, back and forth. Alabama. Of course, doing Alabama things, just coming, finding a way to, to finding a way to come up with the victory. Bryce Young throwing through the ball a lot, through the ball fifty-one times. You know, you know, he's still, he's still, I think he's, he's a very good quarterback. He's still young in the game, but I think he's still a solid quarterback. He's what a sophomore. You know what I mean? So I thought he was a freshman. I thought he was a a redshirt freshman. Maybe I think he's. I thought he was a sophomore. He has a head. He's he's had a heck of a year throwing for over what thirty, almost like. 3,900 yards, 40 touchdowns, and only four picks. I, mean, I think he's
1: he, the life of Alabama quarterback, isn't it?
0: <laughs> right. But he's got to be in the Heisman candidate race as well, too. Wow. Uh, you know what I mean? But, man, this was a heck of a game. Bama, they've got Georgia coming up this weekend. We'll talk about that in a few. But quickly, your thoughts on the game. And, I mean, is Alabama just destined to just win again?
1: I don't know. I mean – this is something that we've started to see of Alabama is that they have to win these gritty, gritty games in order to win. Um, if you look back at, <clears throat> you look back at their, uh, you know, last few games going into this uh, mm-hmm. SEC championship game, excuse me, that's something right there. Mm-hmm. Um, they've, they've definitely had to, uh, you know, gut it out, you know, 42 to 35 against Arkansas, uh, the same team that lost by three to Texas A&M and you know, mm. I, I they gave up 24 to Tennessee. Looked out of sorts in that game. It, it's it's
0: also one against LSU. You know,
1: yeah. Right. You know, I mean, it's mm. it's I, I it's hard to think they're going to go into that game. Excuse me.
0: Against, against uh, Georgia, Georgia. we
1: would think is the best team in the SEC, if not the best team in the nation mm. and be able to pull off the W.
0: Right. All right. So we'll see how that goes before we get into the game picks. Um, let's just talk about the coaching carousel that's been happening uh, in college football. First off, it was Lincoln Riley jumping ship, going over to the West Coast and getting signing on with the Trojans at of, of USC. Man, he left his team high and dry. This is a guy who's pretty much made the college football playoff almost every year. He's had two Heisman Trophy winners in his in his program. Another finalist, Jalen Hurt. I mean, was this about just the, quote, I guess, money lifestyle of being in California? Or was it just about actually be, wanting to be at a, quote, better program, possibly, you know, of USC compared to Oklahoma? Because to me, I think it was a lifestyle. dude. like, yo, who, who would – let me ask you this question, though, ben, because who would you rather be? Norman, Oklahoma, or Pasadena, California?
1: My man said I'm taking my talents to South Central. Um, <laughs> it's, it's tough. It's hard for me to – I don't know. you When you said Norman, I said, that doesn't sound uh, like a place that has sun 80% of the year. I'm not really <laughs> sure. Norman, that just sounds so basic. And, uh, right? Uh, the, if there's anything to be said, he, he did build a powerhouse that was had his entire fin- fin- the footprint on, fingerprints on, mm-hmm. um, that as he went, OU went, you know, and it's at some point you got to ask when you get to that, that steeple, like, what are you going to do? Right. Like you got, uh, what's the head coach over at uh, Penn state decided he's going to cash back in obviously because James Franklin, James Franklin, they have have built something with you, right. With his, and my goodness, um, we're going to talk about some numbers in a little bit here, Uh, Mm. but I don't blame him. It's probably all of it, honestly. I mean, he's ready for a new challenge and Hey, say whatever you will about lifestyle. Playing in the Pac-12, when you got to go to San Diego State and Oregon, listen, good weather is an occupational hazard. That is not that man's fault, right? Um, but again, this is the situation we have that we don't think people want to go. OBJ decided, I'm going to Los Angeles. I'm not going to Green Bay, Wisconsin.
0: Right? Mm-hmm. If mm-hmm. You
1: have an option, and they're going to pay you, and you're going to get a chance. Now, the question for me, for you, Sherman, is what does this mean for the program that he's going to can he turn this into a top 25 program yo i i compete I, with gonna san diego state
0: i yeah. think he can absolutely compete you are gonna get f- floods of people uh especially all the california kids who were perhaps leaving to go to other schools like a florida or a alabama or whatever the case is yeah. they're gonna be like oh i can i can i don't have to fly across i don't have to go across country and leave my friends and family i can be in my same state of cali and and play for coach lincoln riley okay let's go sign me up
1: and i can sell my likeness and make some money off
0: of it oh yeah all day lincoln riley will for sure resurrect this program to once it when it what it once was back in early 2000s with you know red like the likes of reggie bush and matt minor and carson palmer and things like that. full
1: support of all of those individuals some people don't understand what it means when your alma mater gets a coach that you can get behind Dude. That changes who wants to come to the locker room. That changes mm-hmm. who wants to hang out with the team. Yes, mm-hmm. Odell Beckham Jr. got in trouble for giving out $100 bills in the uh, locker room at LSU after they won the national championship. Mm-hmm. But if my team wins a national championship and they look good doing it, I'm definitely going to be in the locker room after they win.
0: <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. Dude, I'm it's telling what you, makes. yo, this is a big move for USC getting Lincoln Riley. Their offense is going to be, you know, he has a potent offense each and each where wherever he goes. This is going to be, I'm going to tell you, kids are going to be flocking to USC. They're going to get all the Cali kids. They're going to get, you know, kids from the Northwest as well too maybe steal some order from Texas and Arizona and things like that too. You're gonna have a lot more people. The thing, the the, the bad thing about this though, you're having a lot of kids leave Oklahoma or decommit from Oklahoma now. You know, early Heisman uh, preseason favorite uh, Spencer Rattler, their quarterback Oklahoma, who got benched during the year for Caleb Williams, he's transferring. Um, I think one of the receivers is transferring. A lot of guys are you know just kind of jumping ship. Like, all right, yo. We ain't. If Riley's not there, we're we're out. Deuces. You know what I mean. So this is gonna hurt the program for sure. But I the thing about it, I don't like. And this is kind of similar to the other situation where I was gonna talk about with Brian Kelly and leaving Notre Dame for LSU. Just abandoning their team. They still got a game left. Yeah. They still got a playoff. They still got like a bowl game coming up. You know what I mean. Yeah. Oklahoma is not, you know, sitting at 0 and 12 right now or anything yeah. and you know, Notre Dame is not sitting at, you know, 1 and 11 or whatever there is. These Notre Dame is specifically they could possibly make the college football playoff.
1: 100%.
0: They still have a chance. Oklahoma's looking pretty
1: much in with a win that could do something for them.
0: Right, exactly. So how do you abandon your squad, dude? Right? Why not wait till after the game to accept the job? Why is it that we've seen this a lot? We've seen this a lot. They're right as soon as the regular season ends, they just like say, "All right, I'm out." They and want to you, get started. They want to get started. Go ahead. Sorry. You you actually made a comment to me. I think you texted me the other day um, about talking about how if a player skips a bowl game, he's considered considered uh, what selfish. Selfish. You know, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because he wants to because he wants to prepare for the draft. But if the coach uh, bans in his entire team right before right before the bowl game, we're contending for a player spot. Oh, good for him. He wants to get started. He's a he's a great coach. Exactly.
1: Exactly. You can't have it both ways you cannot have both ways and the problem is this happens so much college coaches can be can be some pretty grimy characters uh, mm-hmm. you know we've seen the likes of, of Urban Meyer in their in their low days uh, who and the coach that, that got in a car accident with his girlfriend on the backseat of his motorcycle you know like it's it's uh, this who was married well if maybe he has a, a agreement with his wife who knows mm-hmm. um, you got, you got you a know. girlfriend
0: with a wife on the side
1: you know I mean <laughs> th- these guys these guys are power hungry uh, to, to, to make a follow up on your point about OU this also hurt OU in the long term because one of the recruits from the 2023 class lets you know how deep these tentacles go these guys are recruiting Mm -hmm. juniors in high school they lost the number three recruit uh, an individual named malachi nelson now malachi nelson is the number two quarterback behind arch manning from Los Alamitos, California, has now decommitted to OU, um, mm. and Riley has already been in contact with him about joining him at USC.
0: Oh.
1: you know, I mean, it's Got Got <laughs> it's, a, it's a dirty game out there. It's a dirty game out there. Um, but yeah, you know, uh, Brian Kelly, I, I don't know. I'm. Do you think he could actually bring a title to LSU? I oh,
0: don't know, man here's the thing i'm not saying brian kelly is not that good of a coach just because he hasn't won i think he went to two college football playoffs i think he went to a national championship i'm not if i'm not mistaken mm-hmm. he did he did yep. you know a few years back um you know uh so they made the playoffs in what 2018 and in 2020 i think it was the bcs title game i think of in 12 2012 mm-hmm. i think it was against mm-hmm. alabama so it's not like he's had a bad resume in notre dame but notre dame just hasn't Notre Dame is always a is is a, I feel like Notre Dame is uh, relies on their more of their tradition than anything else as a prolific school. They're never tops with the top athletes, and they you know you're, you're not going to see yeah. the number the top quarterbacks coming out of Notre Dame. You're no. not going to see the top uh, running backs or receivers coming out of Notre Dame. A line Tight back. ends, wide receivers, receivers maybe, maybe, maybe you know you know maybe you know
1: <laughs> CJ Sice was not good in the pros. i just letting you guys know.
0: <laughs> you know, so th- I feel like. They just weren't getting the players that they needed to become the upper echelon Alabama, the Georgia's, yeah. Yeah. you know, the USC, the Florida's, the Oklahoma's, the Texas, things like that. Yeah. They weren't, they just weren't getting those guys. So that's why yeah. I don't necessarily blame Brian Kelly for that. You know what I mean? Because right. who wants to go be up in Indiana, really, and be at Notre Dame, like I said, when you could be in Florida? Not- I tell you,
1: it's, it's funny. We learned from the kids. The kids are now hip to this, right? Because I would say the generation above us, who educated us on a lot of these sports Mm -hmm. have these die hard mantras for these places. that just like, Oh man, we got to go Miami of Ohio. Let's, let's, you know, let's go Boilermakers. Let's go Mm -hmm. and just like, you're talking about the frigid cold mountains of the of the Appalachia
0: you know the you
1: gotta be talking th- about I can go be <laughs> on the beach <laughs> word let me, right let me go be with with Miami and Michael Irvin we're going they're going to you let's go and, nobody expect, wants to
0: go, and you mentioned go. it before about the NIL you can market yourself better when you're in LA when you're in Miami yeah. you yeah. know things like that you know you can definitely market yourself there and you can and potentially make more money. It, people, people don't want to say you want to talk about it, but that's a factor, yo, it is straight up. You can, you can think whatever you want. It's a hundred percent a factor, yo. Yeah, I that's guess. just it's real. Hurt. But yeah, but as far quickly before we move on to the game yeah. picks, as far as LSU, I mean, look at Ed I did it just a couple seasons ago. He had Joe Burrow lights out undefeated season. So if I think Kelly can get the recruits because people do want to still go to LSU as a, as a high profile yeah. program. So yeah, yeah. Can he bring a title back to LSU? I think he can. It's going to take him a few years. It's not, it's not mm-hmm. going to happen right away. I would say within the next, within the next five years, they should, or even the next three, they should They will three to four years, they'll contend for a title. Obviously, you know, it's not, not going to say they're going to 100% win it, but yeah. they will for sure contend for a national championship, I say the next three to five years.
1: Yeah, I got to agree. They'll be able to contend at least. I mean, when he had, uh, Oregon humming he was able to get up to the big game you know at least be in the college football playoffs uh you yeah. know his record from just throw some stats to people currently t- current team 11 and 1 record he's been 113 and 40 overall but 1 and 8 against top 10 opponents uh since he arrived in Notre Dame in 2010 and he's 3 3 and 10 against top 10 opponents overall um Ten-year, ninety-five million-dollar contract seems like uh, uh, what's that fool's name? Chucky uh, John Gruden, John Gruden. set the market for court- coaches that ten a year is ten mil because he got ten for ten, uh, and it's damn damn near serious. What uh Chip Kelly is about to make, but you know, Brian Kelly. Brian Kelly, excuse me. Um, yeah. we'll, we'll see. We'll see what he's about to make. We'll 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 go from there. I don't know if he'll be able to pull together, but we'll see.
0: Right, right, right. All right. Quickly, let's get to the game picks. I know we kind of touched on them a little bit, but Big Ten Championship: Iowa versus Michigan. Who you got Obed?
1: I'm going Michigan. I just think that they're balanced on attack. They can run the ball well. It opens up the passing lanes for them, and I just don't think uh, Iowa throws the ball enough to keep up with them if they start cooking.
0: Yeah, for sure. I'm going to go Michigan as well too. I expect him to be a full force. This is Jim Harbaugh's time to shine, to prove that he deserves to be there, the head of football coach. He finally, like I said, he got the win over Ohio State. That was the first step. Now it's to win the Big Ten championship. Even if they don't win the College football Playoff, which I don't think they will, if they if they win this game, mm-hmm. it is the it is right on the right moves of him to keep his job. So this is a big one. <laughs> this is a big one for Harbaugh. I'm just saying Um, SEC championship, Georgia, Alabama, probably the two best teams in the country, even though Alabama's three, I'm going to say, but, you know, damn, I feel like Alabama has always been the Achilles heel of Georgia. You know, and you know what, this is what the big 10 is missing. Two teams within the conference, but on opposite sides, because everyone in in the big 10, Ohio State, Michigan, Penn State, Michigan State, they're all within this same division. I I was basically on that on their division in the West all, all, all by their lonesome you know what I mean they're pretty yeah. much going to be in that national that Big Ten championship almost every single year that that side of the conference is trash but this is what the at Big Ten is missing you have Georgia on one side Alabama on the other side they're always going to be pretty much competing every single year that's why I love it you know yeah um but I, I'm gonna say Alabama just because you I mean Alabama has always given them trouble but I think if, even if Alabama wins. I think Georgia still deserves to be the national championship game.
1: Yeah. I mean, much like uh, Michigan and Ohio state last week, you're playing for, you're playing for a top four spot. This is a spot in the football championships. And I want to, I want to think that Alabama is going to know how to respond in this position. Mm -hmm. I mean, play like Alabama, but they haven't, they haven't, it's been a, this has been a rocky season. They haven't played like Alabama when they needed to on autumn autoplay like we're expecting them to. I mean, again, Alabama is a very, very gritty team who I think will fight tooth and nail for this win. But, I mean, my God, you know, I I think uh, Georgia's only given up one double-digit scoring outing to a a team in the last, like, five games. It was Hmm. Tennessee. They gave it 17. (laughs) <laughs> okay i don't know i'm gonna pick georgia in this one i get it you are i'm picking georgia in this one
0: man this is gonna oh, um, i think mean, yeah the only close game that georgia had i think what all season was the first game of the year against clemson they won the 10 to 3 Yeah. every yeah. other every other victory has been by at least, what, 17 points. And they played
1: through October against almost all ranked teams and they only gave up 23 total points and scored like 100 points. You know, like I just, I just... I get it that maybe I should go Georgia, (laughs) but I just feel like, I feel like if there was a year where Georgia's going to come out here and do this, this is their year. This
0: is the year for Georgia to get over that hump, get past Alabama, get back to the national championship and finally, finally get a, get that, get that title. You're right, dude. It might be Georgia's year, but again, we'll see how it goes. Um, Let's talk about the NFL now bed. Do some quick game recaps. First up, Let's start with the Thanksgiving matchup between the Vegas Raiders and the Dallas Cowboys. Oh, Cowboys lost this one only by three, which is not bad considering they didn't have anybody. No yeah. Ceedee Lamb, yeah. no Amari Cooper, Ezekiel Elliott was banged up. Yeah. Injuries all over the defense. I don't, I don't, I honestly do not. And this game went to overtime. You know, for a field goal by the Raiders—that's what it took. I yeah. don't blame the Cowboys for this loss at all. I, yeah. I, do, do you? I don't blame them for the last two this has been the mo like you know and
1: I listen we we argued about this last game last show mm-hmm. uh, that people were like hey the, the the Cowboys always screw the pooch in October in uh, December, none of this has been their fault. <laughs> they, 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 there's nobody to man the 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 hatches. There's no, there's nobody there. There's no take, no the yeah. take the reins, yeah. Take the reins, right? And you still got the Prescott playing relatively well. You know, no interceptions mm-hmm. this one. Thirty-two of forty-seven. He he threw thirty-two balls for three hundred seventy-five yards and two touchdowns. Right? Like Tony Pollard looked great. This guy only had thirty-six rushing yards and didn't definitely looked like he was shot out of a cannon, especially on mm-hmm. his uh, special teams return touchdown. Um, Mm -hmm. like you know what I mean, that was nice, yeah. Scoring on special teams, they they the defense didn't play poorly, but after a while it got out of hand. I mean, it's yeah, I I agree with you, I can't blame them for this loss, just didn't go their way,
0: yeah. That's that's all it was. There's the thing, this really didn't go their way. Um, the Cowboys, you know, I don't think there's too much concern, it's just the injuries. If everyone was healthy, yeah, and and they were and they were and they were and they were losing like this, then it'd be different
1: exactly you know but the
0: fact that everyone's like you you can't win if your players aren't on the field aren't on the field you know know what I mean to
1: to the credit five for 106 from Michael Gallup uh seven for 104 from Cedric Wilson right you got three for 46 from Dalton Schultz you got six for 53 from Noah Brown the four from 32 for for Tony Pollard six Mm -hmm. they were throwing out of their mind they couldn't Mm -hmm. run the ball which was their Achilles heel but they were throwing out of their mind they still couldn't get the W it's
0: tough yeah, it is what it is. But yeah, they got a they gotta match up again this Thursday. Let me and let me ask you this: Why are Cowboys getting all the damn Thursday night games? They had the first one of the year against the Bucks. They always mm-hmm. play on Thanksgiving. We know that. And Now they got mm-hmm. another one against the Raiders. How the hell they getting three Thursday night games?
1: Uh, there's a bias towards them being "quote unquote" America's team, and you know it's a good old boys network that has Jerry Jones there, willing to throw whatever money that he doesn't tell people he's throwing behind the scenes to make sure his team is on is on uh, premier television. Uh, it's not like they're a bad draw; they've played very well on these Thursday night games. Yeah. From what I've seen, you know, it's not like TV didn't get their money. So. Right. Right.
0: It's not like it's bad. It's bad for TV or anything. Right. Exactly. Yeah. I got you. Okay. All right. Next matchup. uh, wanted to talk about Cincinnati just straight up blowing out Pittsburgh and embarrassing these dudes who 41 to 10. And that last Pittsburgh touchdown was late in the fourth quarter. Um, To me, big Ben is done. He just needs to retire. Uh, Cincinnati yeah. Cincinnati's on the come up we've got Baltimore there who we know is has is, is, is been decent with Lamar Pittsburgh they, they, this was this was a bad loss for Pittsburgh
1: right this was this wasn't a bad loss for Pittsburgh this was Pittsburgh in an away game and they have no reason being in any kind of competitive space with most team I mean let's be quite honest if you hear that this
0: is the same Pittsburgh team that went to a draw against Detroit team is bad oh i oh, oh, a member mason rudolph was 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 quarterbacking it wasn't big ben so that's
1: fine they look they look no better than the ravens did against detroit the ravens look bad against detroit too mm-hmm. you know what i mean mm-hmm. like if we're really talking about it but the the not i don't know if they're the most complete team but the healthiest team with the most studs to be able to do some things right now is the cincinnati Bengals and the AFC yeah. north you know Mm -hmm. what I mean but the Steelers the Steelers are going to show themselves to be the worst team in that division and we're seeing it every week that they put Roethlisberger out there to just be putrid he should have retired two seasons ago the arm is shot the arm is gone you know what I mean and it's great when Mason Rudolph's in there because at least somebody has an arm to throw it he just has no accuracy you know Deontay Johnson's automatic I saw the miscommunication between uh, Ben Roethlisberger and Chase Claypool that caused an interception uh, and it was just it was just sad it's just sad to watch watch Ben Roethlisberger put his whole body into a 30-yard pass.
0: <laughs> Dude, it's it's getting worse. But, I mean, they, they're not even running the fo- – remember, Pittsburgh Steelers football has always been you run the ball first effectively. They haven't even been able to run the ball. Najee Harris, who I think is going to be a stud in this league um, – He's been more so getting catches out of the backfield. I think he feel like he's the new um, – he's pretty much the Le'Veon Bell almost, you know what I mean, yeah. uh, with what they once had there in, in Pittsburgh. But on the other side with the Bengals, Joe Mixon, they ran it down their throat with Joe Mixon. Yeah. Ran the yeah, ball 28 times for 165 yards with Mixon. This is what it is. AFC Fruit, ground and pound. Cleveland's got to figure it out with their two-headed monster, Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt. Yeah. Baltimore would be doing the same if J.K. Dobbins and company weren't uh, weren't injured now for the season. Yeah, you know what happened to Pittsburgh? Just not effectively trying to run the football. Is it because they're banged up old line? Is just because they're they're adapting to the changing times of 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 a passing league? Is Mike Tomlin saying, "Oh, screw it," you know, just saying this is what he wants to move through moving forward because and even the defense the defense has become soft in pittsburgh <laughs> um, and i'm, and I'm shout out, sorry to all you pittsburgh steeler fans out there you guys have been always known for your rough and tough defense y'all are soft y'all ain't getting after it. i know i used to see pittsburgh i remember i went i went to penn state and i so obviously i saw a lot of uh, steeler games in my day and watching it with roommates and friends and things like that mm. they used to be intimidate people yeah. out there in the gridiron now Ain't nobody scared of Pittsburgh. Ain't nobody go and play to play to. Nobody scared to go play Pittsburgh right now.
1: Yeah, what's going but, on here? I mean, as a Patriots fan, I would just be honest with you. Like this is the trash that they are. I don't know what you expected. I don't mean, know you expected them to be good. They haven't been able <laughs> to run the ball effectively for a few years now because they won't invest in the offensive line. Just if you just pay Le'Veon Bell you have him locked up for the next whatever years he's still good. Say it's Mm -hmm. four years in a Mm -hmm. system, you know, that works in an offense that is running well. Then you can continue to start pouring money and assets into the offensive line, because the only thing keeping any of these guys upright and giving those Steelers any chance to do anything has always been a very healthy and strong offensive line. There is no Marquise pouncy anymore. Okay. He's gone. It's (laughs) over. Right. you, You do not have, you don't have the beasts on the offensive line that you do protecting Ben Roethlisberger, you know, beasts on the offensive line, mowing people down and opening up lanes for Najee Harris, for those running backs. Right, um, right, it's, right. it's just not a thing. And you have Ben who just cannot, can't throw the ball. If you can't keep a drive together, no matter how good your defense is, they're going to be gassed. They're going to be tired. They, what are you giving them? You know, maybe two minutes of rest on the sideline before you turn the ball back over and they got to get back out there. Dude hasn't even caught his breath yet. He's got to go back out for four downs. Mm-hmm. You know, and however long that's going to take, because if you're running the ball the way that Joe mexon did, you're not coming off the field on third down. You're out there huffing wind the entire game. And until they get some balance, until they start throwing the ball well enough and moving the ball well enough off the through the offensive line in mm-hmm. chains, this is the Steelers that you're going to see, and they're going to lose a lot
0: more. Yeah and the fact that it's probably going to be Ben Roethlisberger retiring after season's end, I don't think they leave it, leave the keys to Mason Rudolph, which means they're going to have to go after a quarterback. They're going to have to go off their offensive line. Steelers fans expect to have some losing seasons uh, on the horizon. They expect to have some losing seasons for sure. Um, next up. Good, good matchup between the Buccaneers and Colts, old bed Buccaneers ca- escaped a close one down in Indianapolis, getting that victory 38-31. to 31. This was a gr- – I, I enjoyed watching this game. I watched pretty much most of this game. Um, and I got to say, for the most part, the Buccaneers did a great job of holding Jonathan Taylor in check. He didn't really get going until that fourth quarter. Um, so they did a really good job of that. That's first and foremost. But, you know – Tom Brady, of course, leading the way. Carson Wentz didn't do uh, I guess he met, he had a couple of mistakes. He had a couple of interceptions, which is one thing one wasn't his fault. But, you know, they were able to manage the game of game pretty well with Wentz. Um, quickly, your thoughts on, on the game here, Obed.
1: Um, you know, I mean, it, it's it's it was a fantastic game. I mean, I I again. Anytime Tom Brady has played in Indianapolis, they've always pumped in crowd noise and it hundred percent sounded like a bunch of fake crowd noise out there trying to get to him. That's fine. (laughs) Um, I mean, you saw the resurgence of Leonard Fournette with three touchdowns. You saw Ronald Jones have a touchdown on the ground there. They affect like they came in and they outran the the Colts and they already knew they'd be able to out throw them, but I love that the bucks came in and outran the Colts. Mm -hmm. Um, So, you know, a dominant team doing what dominant teams do go into a, a hostile environment against a good team and get the W.
0: Yeah, for sure. Like I said, I think it was a really good one. Um, the Colts are still co- trying to contend for that uh AFC South title. Bucks are pretty much in, in full gear for the uh, NFC South. But yeah, this and, is another. Then they got
1: Gronk back. Like how healthy did Gronk look, my God.
0: Dude, I'm telling you, the Bucks, it is what it is. You know, I <laughs> damn it. I didn't want to I don't really even want to admit it. Damn Buck, damn Tom Brady, man. That, damn thomas you, brady you, once again you're
1: you a you're a bills fan
0: if you are not willing to
1: believe in the ty- the tyrant the at uh, he is the night king <laughs> he baba yaga okay we're <laughs> talking about my, kaiser, my soze? Man, kaiser soze kaiser soze oh <laughs> <laughs> and he was gone like that okay like come on We use this is, this is tv it's the uh, of the of the let's go
0: get the hell away from me tb12 good <laughs> lord anyway the last matchup we're we'll to talk about was the rams and the packers i was really looking forward to this one excuse me yeah uh but the rams they lost three in a row and damn it i am scared about my super bowl pick uh i might be out some money <laughs> Uh, I don't know what to say. I don't know if it's the offense. I don't know if it's the de- it's, it's it's really the defense. They gave up thirty six points. Granted, it is Aaron Rodgers, folks, and it, it's Aaron Rodgers. So, but still, the defense has not been doing what we thought they would do. Just holding people really uh, in check, so to speak. You know, Aaron Donald, no no sacks again. Uh, what's going What's going on with the LA defense? Because Green Bay. Remember, and you just talked about it. OBJ, he chose LA over Green Bay. You know, this is the this is the two teams he was really looking for. OBJ grit. looked good. OBJ looked
1: good. Seven and ninety-six. I'm sorry, uh, five for eighty-one and a touchdown. I mean, mm-hmm. OBJ looked okay. I don't mm-hmm. think he was a problem. I agree with you. It's it's the it's the defense, a defense that has not played well mm-hmm. in a number of weeks here, giving up twenty-eight to the Titans. 31 to mm-hmm. the Niners and mm-hmm. now 36 to the Packers.
0: Even gave up 22 to the Texans. The Texans gave, attract, but even though they won the game, but you gave up 22 to the Houston.
1: You gave up 19 to the Lions, which I honestly feel like was uh, Sam, uh, excuse me, was uh, Matthew Stafford, not trying to beat up on an old, his old team. Let's be honest. <laughs> um, but no, no. I mean, 22 to the Texans. That's not good. That's not, I don't know what's occurred here. And this is, it's funny. You give OBJ to the team. His first night out there, they score 10. Their lowest points output in three games, right?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: They score 28 with him. So, hey, the addition of it, we maybe we have righted the ship on the offense. Mm-hmm. The problem is the defense. We gave you Von Miller. You're not making plays. Is Von Miller hurting you? I don't know. Not yeah. going to say that. Not going to make some, some claims like that. You I know, we had, think-
0: what, five tackles in this game?
1: I mean, he's still coming back from injury, but is he yeah, slowing true. down the defense? Is he not make? is he, is he a liability out there? Right? Like, I don't oh, know. Right, right. Right. He would have, if he did cover someone, he would be covering a tight end. None of the tight ends went off for any points here. Right. You are not putting him on any of the running backs. I, I just, I don't know. I don't know what's, what's going on, but it's definitely a defensive issue with them that they need to write. But I think the addition of OBJ has been positive for the offense knowing that they came out and gave us 10 his first game and gave us 28 his second game.
0: So let me ask on the other side of the ball, let me ask you this. Is the Are the Green Bay Packers the best team in the NFL right now? Heading heading to, into this week thirteen, are the Packers the best team in the league?
1: With the Cardinals sitting right there, who beat them, I can't say the Packers are the best team. The mm. Cardinals who beat them hamstrung and the Cardinals who continue to win without their studs, we're going to have all of their team healthy again. DeAndre Hopkins is definitely—I'm pretty sure he's going to play. People are asking whether he will. Um, they've given four weeks, five weeks for him. Well, to get
0: they, they, Arizona lost to Green Bay. Oh
1: sorry. oh, sorry. I'm looking at Green Bay's Packers. Sorry, I'm looking at Arizona. Uh, yes. Okay. So they beat. Back. Well, then, uh, yeah. Then there you go. That's probably that. That was the only thing that I that was holding me back from them was their game against the Cardinals. That's why I asked. That's why I asked the, that's I asked the question. That's okay. why I asked
0: that question. Yeah, because Green Bay beat Arizona. You know, but I mean Arizona still sitting sit, what nine and two, and what Green Bay's, what nine and three. So only what only a half game back, really. Yeah. Um, you know. You know. But I mean. Aaron Rodgers still doing Aaron Rodgers things, you know, I think the only lost only suspect loss that the Packers have is that first one of the season against the saints where James Winston kind of just went off.
1: Yeah. That yeah. was kind which of was just a fluky game. You know, they weren't, they weren't right. prepared for him. So he was ready to start fast.
0: Right. So let's just say you really have two legitimate losses. One to the chiefs, which are the chiefs, to the chiefs. Okay. They're mm-hmm. kind of getting back in form as we see. And the chiefs and, are trash, but it's okay. <laughs> and that barn burner against Minnesota, they were going yeah. back and forth. That, that again, was again, not game. a bad game by either of no, them, you know, just, hey,
1: somebody made the last play. Exactly. So yeah. So, are you going to say that Green Bay is the best team in the league? I would, I would say Green Bay is the best team in the league, and they're not going to lose okay. another game the rest of the year. So,
0: yeah, their schedule is real. there's a real favorable. They got a good one though in a couple of weeks against I Baltimore. Mean it, though, uh,
1: it, it's the, listen, anything could happen against the Browns, especially if the Browns have both their running backs healthy. You know, I, right. I don't yeah, know if it needs true. to be Baker Mayfield back there, but we know that the offense is based on the tight ends and the running backs. Um, I don't expect uh Dalvin cook to be healthy for that vikings game um mm. and the bears are beatable and the ravens are suspect so
0: and you get the line and they have the lines at the last game of the year so i didn't even sure. need to mention
1: it like what that's, <laughs> they're gonna put the backup out there you might see brent humbly or not brent humley what's that what the other dude jordan loves. jordan jordan trash jordan hate yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: jordan hate got him yeah uh-huh. i got you all right all right um again the injury bug has continued to plague not only guess what low profile players, but high profile players, of course. Now you've got Panthers running back Christian McCaffrey on our ankle injury. He's done it for the year. You mentioned Dalvin cook. He's probably going to be out for a while with shoulder with a dislocated shoulder. I mean, I feel like this is the year of injuries, dude. This is this, this 2021 NFL season. This has been the year of injuries, especially for high profile players. I'm wondering, especially on Christian McCaffrey's side, I feel like he's always injured. Last year he was missed most of the year. This year again now. Can he ever return to his old form and start stay healthy because I don't really know what to think of him because I've said it before and I think I tweeted this out earlier. The best ability, the best ability is availability. If you can't be on the field, then what good are you? I think at some point if he has another injury plague season next year, I think it might you it it sooner than rather than later, it could be time for the Panthers to move on with Christian McCaffrey.
1: And that is- well, he's, probably, he's probably got a whole bunch of dead cap money because he just signed a contract last year, I think, and then was injured afterwards, and he's on the second year of it, so they probably got him for at least two more years. Um, yeah, I mean, I again, I always go back to the same uh, interview where Sean Payton was asked if they were going to start giving uh, uh, Alvin Kamara the kind of workloads that Christian McCaffrey was getting in Carolina, being in the same division, the mm-hmm. same kind of style of player. And he laughed and he was just like, listen, Alvin's soft. You have to know how to deploy Alvin, right? You can't just use him up. You know, you got to pick your points here. And Alvin Kamara always looked very good as a part of a tandem with somebody else taking a little bit of heat off, kept him healthy, mm-hmm. kept him fresh. Mm-hmm. Carolina didn't do that. Carolina came out here and gave this kid 40-plus carries in the first two weeks and then wanted to run him into the ground with a bunch of stretch plays against the Houston Texans. Well, who you don't else are they
0: going to give the ball to, though, fam? But, but they're going to give it to Chuba Hubbard.
1: They're going to give it to – you just need to get through the game. Teams have done this. There have been games where you would have Devontae Adams pop off for 150 yards and three touchdowns, and then the next game he goes off for 40. That's it. Yeah because you cannot run these guys into the ground like horses. Okay. Like you don't need to run them in the ground to beat the Houston Texans, an on division opponent, non-conference opponent in a team that you know is going to be a loser by the end of the season. So this win's not going to matter or this loss is not going to matter. You know, I think if he comes back and they don't use him up, they manage his reps, play him the way they need to maybe, but they keep doing this. He'll be out every week, six, week, seven.
0: Yeah, they just need more help. I think that's really what it is. But now Dalvin Cook is injured now. Uh, you know, I feel like it's just, like I said, it's just every big name, a lot of big name players are just continuously getting hurt. And remember, and they were worried about this playing 17 games, you know, going into the year. This is the first year you're playing you know, injuries are going to pile up. They're not even, they're not even at the 16 game mark yet. And the people are still getting hurt. This is this is regular football right now. Yeah. You know what I mean? So you, you, can't, can they, you can't even blame them on that. No, the product. This is
1: why the product of the NFL is going down. Like they're not, they're not machines, right? Like before, they were getting doped up with a whole bunch of drugs, tramadol, and all this stuff, ruining their careers, ruining their outlook afterwards. Because you're running them into the ground. This is why the NBA has people doing uh, rod, rod load management, right? You know what I mean, like. <laughs> We, we i'm surprised we've seen as many seasons of Kawhi leonard as we have if he's as injured as he has been over the last five six years of his career mm-hmm. like if not for load management he would have been out of there out of the league in like two years right yeah. you know yeah yeah i don't, it I don't know it's it's, yeah. it's definitely the injury year
0: yeah for real anyway let's bet let's keep it moving dude uh let's get into our next segment you right you mad um first i'm gonna ask you one obed bet here um about your patriots your Patriots head coach, Bill Pelichek, will be the coach of the year. Sherman. It sucks
1: because I think you're right because that might be the way it gets spun. Okay. But I just feel like there are other coaches that are doing things with maybe a few better pieces. Mm. You know, I mean, if, if what happens if the Cardinals run the rest of their table and they're got a chance to sit in pull position. I can't give it to Cliff Kingsbury. True. You know, I, true, it's, true. it's, you know, for, uh, I mean, Mike Zimmer's team is falling apart or maybe he would have had a chance that they could win more games. I thought it was going to be Brandon Staley early in the year, but he's definitely going to need this Cincinnati game to prove that he's not, he's not just going to flop out, you know, mm-hmm. it's, it's, I mean, Belichick, no, I mean, you're right. You're right. I think that they're going to go ahead and make him coach of the year because they're going to presume he's doing this with a lot of pieces that nobody could do it with, but like... And a rookie QB. But this, he did this with Tom. Like, this is the this is the the, the prescription. You got to run the ball. You were just talking about that the NFL, though, did Tomlin figure out he wants to move towards passing? Mm-hmm. Nah, man, the best teams that are going to show themselves and they always do are the teams that run the best. Like, I'm sorry. All this high-flying nonsense... When that ball is, is, is uh, the weight of a rock and it's negative 10 degrees outside, they can't feel their hands and you're going <laughs> to need yards. You're going to need the big men up front and the dude that totes the mail to go get it for you. And that always happens because you control time possession and you keep their, the rest of their offense iced out there. So they come out and they can't play well because they haven't been running around with it like everybody else. So I love Tom Brady in New England mm. in January. It's cold. People don't want to be outside. Put them in the snow in Tennessee. They'll throw six touchdowns in the first half. I digress. You're okay. you, Sherman. you right. But okay. I have a question right. for you.
0: Okay.
1: Sherman, you're right. You mad. Next year's top three running backs are not household names.
0: Uh, you know, we were just talking about these running backs getting hurt and everything with McCaffrey and you, Obey, you might be right, dude. Um, you're going to see like we're seeing it now in Indianapolis, Jonathan Taylor, he's on the come up, you know, and may not people may not many, many people know his name because he's in, in Indianapolis. said, um, Derek Henry has been, he's, he's injured too. So who knows how he's going to recover from that. Um, you're going to have, excuse me. Um, What's the other one I was going to mention? Uh, Eli Mitchell, out of San Francisco, he's on the come up too. Um, you know, like I said, there's just so many, so many injuries going that are hurting these, hurting these teams now, hurting these guys. I want to say DeAndre Swift in Detroit. I feel like he's on the come up. I feel like he would be better on a better system and not be 100%. on Detroit. <laughs> you know, I, right. I, I, li- I Ramondre like Ramondre
1: Stevenson. You yep, know, and in New Joe England, Mixon.
0: I would. That was, that was gonna be my next one. Yeah, that was when I was I was losing my track of. That was Joe Mixon out of Cincinnati. We just talked about him briefly too. I think he's going to be a top tier running back for sure and get a bigger name, become a bigger name. Um, but yeah, I think you know it's just these guys, like you said, they're just they're they're quote unquote being used as workhorses. They're just being run into the ground, you know. And it's just like you can't do it. You can't yeah. do it. You can't do this continuously and expect them and expect them to be so, so efficient, you know? And it's, well, yeah, you, so Obed, yeah, you're right. Dude. You're right. Let's get into the week 13 picks, Obed. Um, 12, week 12 was not a good one for either of us. I went eight and seven. You went seven and eight. Ooh, yeah. Made some bad choices there. So let's, let's start off Thursday night matchup. Dallas at New Orleans. Um, I think it has been announced that Taysom Hill is going to be starting for the Saints this week. Saints still have a boatload of injuries. Kamara, I think, is going to be, is what, questionable, I think, in this one?
1: Yeah, not, he's rested the last two weeks.
0: Yeah, um, not sure the status of Ezekiel Elliott. I think he's still questionable, or I think he might still be good to go. Mari Cooper is questionable. CeeDee Lamb, he could play. I know he's still coming back from that concussion. Yeah. Not sure. I think he's still listed as out as of right now, but he was a full participant in Monday's practice, so he said, yeah, I think he's in line to play um, this this tomorrow night against the Saints. So if if Cooper's out there and if Lamb is out there and Ezekiel's out there, I will go Cowboys. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, it's just like these guys at half strength, are they better than – because they didn't play poorly against uh, the Raiders. You know, they just didn't have all their guys. Um, but I don't know if you want uh, – mr mr flem and mucus omari cooper out there he's going to be hacking up all game long i can imagine playing (laughs) sick post-covid um got that rona Rona, right like i but i just don't think that new orleans is going to have they got a smart coach but again they've got a great defense over there in dallas that is going to keep them in games and all it takes is one errant pass from a quarterback wannabe taysom hill to turn into a pick six and then dallas Mm. can start turning it over so yeah
0: out okay Tampa Bay at Atlanta NFC South matchup should be a pretty easy one for Buccaneers. Let's go, Bucks. I mean, easy. You already said it. I don't know. Why I don't need to say anything. All right. Arizona at Chicago. Chicago is kind of a mess there. Matt Nagy need this would be an impressive win from Nagy if they get by it, but I don't think it's gonna happen. Arizona all the way. It definitely is not going to happen, Arizona all the way. Um Los Angeles the Chargers at the Bengals. I was going to go LA, but I'm going to, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stick with, I'm going to say Cincinnati, dude. they looked impressive like against, against Pittsburgh run. Like I said, running the football so efficiently, I'm going to go with the Bengals.
1: And the chargers are not good against the run. That's for sure. Um, I'm going to, and it's a road game. It's, it's tough. Um, I'm going with Los Angeles. I think that there's upstep potential there, but I chose Pittsburgh on the show, changed it to Cincinnati right before the game time. This might be another situation of that
0: okay minnesota at detroit detroit obviously winless they're bad vikings yeah, yeah. move on <laughs> g-men at the dolphins um daniel jones i think is actually questionable for this game himself um he's, he's got some injury there so if he doesn't play the first sure the giants are going to be a hot mess but even still dolphins are a better team miami all the way
1: giants about to have Mike glennon out there <laughs> it's not gonna happen uh, miami
0: yeah, Philadelphia at the Jets. Philadelphia lost a game. I think they should have won against the Giants last week. Jets are Jets are bad too, but Eagles.
1: Philadelphia definitely won. won lost a game that they're supposed to lose. They're supposed to win against the Giants. Ridiculousness. Um. Yeah, Philly.
0: Indianapolis at Houston another AFC South matchup and Indy better win this game if they want to compete for the AFC South. So they, they damn well better not lose to Houston. Let's go close.
1: They're not losing to Houston, especially with the return of uh, T.Y. Hilton. T.Y. Hilton loves the to torch Houston. Will he get that chance? I don't know. This mm-hmm. seems like one of those games, they could just take the ball, out, uh, take the air out of the ball uh, and run the entire time.
0: Washington at Las Vegas. I was actually going to go Vegas, but I'm changing my pick right now to Washington. I just have a feeling I don't know what it is about Washington. They come out looking mediocre. They're a mediocre squad, but then all of a sudden they can light up the light up the scoreboard. I'm going to go Washington, Washington football team in this one.
1: I think it's a good move. Um, yeah, I mean, I think it's. I, I thought it was a toss up. While Washington did come out and look good against Seattle, got that W. Seattle basically was a what two point conversion away from making it happen. You know, a few better plays. I just, I, I, like, I like the chances that Las Vegas has in this game, this one. And again, I need to start picking some upsets.
0: All right. Uh, Jacksonville at the Los Angeles Rams. The Rams damn well better win this one. First of all, they're on a three game losing streak. If they, even if they weren't playing Jacksonville, they make it four, then I pretty much kind of, they might be done. But if they lose to Jacksonville, that's it. I, 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 if they lose to Jacksonville, I'm giving up on the Rams. I'm telling is you, that right
1: Jacksonville, now. is Jacksonville a good defense? Because Jacksonville gave it to the Bills earlier this year mm-hmm. so i'm like yeah la could lose this game because the jacksonville is like a no fly zone and i wouldn't i wouldn't be i wouldn't be mad at them i would not be mad if they lost this game knowing that wow. the jacksonville has done some no. of the things that they've done oh
0: i will be mad at los angeles they lose this game, <laughs> game for sure Uh, they they have to win this game they'll win this
1: game they'll win this game although I think I think Matt Stafford's banged up or something like that he's he looked okay again it's the defense if the defense wants to play I'm sure Jalen Ramsey would love to make a couple plays against his old team
0: Baltimore at Pittsburgh good old-fashioned AFC North matchup between these two rivalries Uh, Pittsburgh just looks really really poor uh, all all around they're still banged uh, I mean they're just so just so banged up as far as Big Ben is concerned it's just you you said it before He can't throw the ball ravens there's
1: no threat of the pass with this guy but baltimore's defense has been playing terribly if you ask me i i don't i there's nothing baltimore is getting selected in this matchup because of name recognition if Mm they lost this game i'd be like how did they do that but then i wouldn't be surprised
0: wow are are you gonna go baltimore
1: no i'm going baltimore yeah
0: Okay. San Francisco at Seattle Dude, Seattle looks bad. Russell Wilson does not look good since he's coming back from injury. I, I I said it before the season started this. I think this is Russell's last year, but he, I think he, he demands a trade in the off season. He does not look good. Um, maybe it's the injury that's the finger. I don't know, but I'm, I'm going San Fran.
1: I mean, I don't know what people expected, like, you know, uh, DK Metcalf has just disappeared and it's just because, you know, uh, really you can't Russell Wilson cannot throw the ball like just because they removed the pin from your finger does not mean that your finger is healed The pin is just out so you can start using it again Mm. but let's be let's not fool ourselves here the man is not healthy enough to throw a football and make enough plays to win a game um it's you know credit to him for gutting it out but really like that I feel like that serves no one a purpose um I'm picking San Francisco in this one San Francisco looks like they're coming alive they're running the ball very well Eli Mitchell I don't know how they kept that a secret for so long. Um, I don't know why they drafted Trey Sermon if Eli's playing this well. Uh, maybe it could be fool's gold, but they can they can come out here and they can <laughs> run. Brandon Ayuk is alive again. I, I like San Francisco. Okay, all
0: right, and it, it's it's Elijah Mitchell, by the way,
1: Elijah. Mitchell. Eli,
0: Elijah Mitchell. Yeah. Yeah. Eli, Eli, for sure. Like, yeah, yeah. You're right. All right, all right. no problem.
1: <laughs> Whatever um, his mama calls him, that's what yeah. Call him. Right.
0: Yeah. Denver at Kansas City. Kansas, I think the Kansas City's back, man. I I really do think that Kansas City is going to keep the train rolling. They get they get another victory here.
1: I mean, they're at home. They sit home in the cold time of year. They, people like they're rolling. Like, okay, they made some plays with Clyde Edwards, right. Hilaire, but I, I don't really buy into it. Four they're in a row. They're to win. That's fine.
0: They let them. That, hey, that'll be five in a row. That'll be five yeah. in a row for them. And the Monday night mashup, the biggest one. Hey, Obed, our squads, dude. Here we go. New England Nothing. at Buffalo. I am picking Buffalo, not just because it's my squad, because they have to win this game. New England's already in first place for the division. This is a game that Buffalo cannot afford to lose. Okay, that's why I think they're going to come into this this game fired up, because, especially at home. They know that they need to win this game to stay in the division hunt, and they can't get too far back of New England. Let's go Bills, baby.
1: Yeah, it was, it was hard for me to not see New England come in here and do this. But if you've, I don't know how many people in, on the airway listening right now have ever been to, uh, to this stadium. have ever been to Ralph Wilson, uh, and been in, it's, it's a very hostile environment. It's a very hard place to play. Tom Brady has come in here and they've won by one. They won by three. He's not thrown a touchdown. He's only had like 110 yards and we're talking about, this is when he was at the heights of his Tom readiness mm-hmm. um, I think the one thing New England has up their sleeve is that they can be, there's, you can't pick who your poison is because every, they're, they're just this analogous, uh ambiguous, you know, they're, they're formless, shapeless, they're water. They are as, as uh Uh, Bruce Lee once said they are water
0: Water. Mm -hmm.
1: they can Mm. crash or they can flow Um, I'm going to go Buffalo but Mm. I might we'll see how the practice report goes and what happens but Dawson Knox looks good
0: are you crossing over to the dark side Obed
1: I've always been on the dark side. This I was, you, know, you guys merely adopted the dark. Okay. I was born in it, molded by it. I didn't see the light of day until I was nearly a man. And by that point, it was nothing more than blinding. Okay. Uh,
0: don't, uh, don't worry. Okay, Bane.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, we're going to go Buffalo for now.
0: Oh, wow. Okay, dude, this is gonna, this is a good one, and I'm looking forward to it for sure. Um, well, folks, that is going to do it for us this week here on What's the Word Entertainment. So glad you're joining in once again. Uh, Obed, any last words for the people before we head out? Uh, we're, we're finally in December, man. End of the year is coming up.
1: Um, I want to give a shout-out to uh, all the Christmas babies. Um, if you were born before or after Christmas, Do not let them chip you on a gift. You have to pick one. It can't be a combo gift. You need to get a gift for my birthday or for Christmas or both, no need to limit yourself, but do not take this opportunity to keep gifts and joy out of the hands of those who were born in this month. And I was not born this month and representing for March babies, just letting y'all know.
0: Uh, I am so glad you brought this up Obed. You mentioned about the people before born before Christmas, the born after Christmas. What about, what about those born on Christmas? How last your boy? Cause that's me. i remember. Oh. I I am a Christmas day baby. The host of this show is Yo. Jesus Christ himself. <laughs> 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 he got his frankincense and myrrh. <laughs> right. I just need to grow my hair out and I'm good. <laughs> you know, I am uh. a Christmas day, baby. And damn it. If you ain't said it before, I'll say it again, Do it. hundred percent, two gifts. Don't give me that one. Oh, by the way. Oh, wait. Oh, yeah, by the way. Happy birthday. Nah, player. Nah, you better. Nah, uh, run that back. Run that back, homie.
1: I don't uh, even need two cards. Just <laughs> one card, two gifts.
0: Yep, there you go. Oh, man. <laughs> well said, sir. Oh, folks, don't, uh, don't forget to check us out on Twitter at the WWENT. We appreciate you joining in once again. At 4 Bed, I am sure. We will catch you guys next time. Peace. Peace.